Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. This is something all Americans probably should be aware of, and, you know, they more than likely are, but... When we talk about the relationship between Congress and the stock market and investing, we really have to understand that there's a lot of, in my opinion, interest. I mean, this is this is kind of a crazy topic in a lot of ways within this podcast. I'm going to be getting into the details of it. I'm going to be talking about something called the Congress effect. I'm going to be talking about how certain senators of both aisles have investments. And I'm also going to be talking about what gets senators and politicians arrested. So within this episode, I'm going to be breaking down what does it mean to be in Congress and to invest in stock markets. Even there's close to 97 committee members who are investing in stocks that could potentially have an impact on their investments. So let's get into it. When we talk about Congress investments, I think the first name that comes to a lot of people's minds is Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is notorious for investing with her husband, Paul Pelosi, in a lot of different different stocks, a lot of different trading that happens. And when we look at her net worth of $150 million, I'm sorry, $130 million, the question is, how does a House representative make this kind of money? Well, a lot of it does have to do with investments. And we have to understand that it is not illegal for Congress to invest in stocks yet but what's so crazy is back in 2022 congress was moving to ban trading stocks and pelosi was known for greenlighting the plan so there's potentially some legislation coming through to stop this that could potentially impact it but there is a lot of congress members that invest i mean there was an article done based on um, the New York Times that looked at 97 congressmen members reported to trade in companies influenced by their committees. So 97 different committee members. And when I say by committees, you know, I can give you an example of this. Um, If we look at the investment of Dan Crenshaw, um, the congress member from Texas, Republican, He is considered to be one of the best, fifth best traders of last year looking at it. And whenever you're tracking it, there's a lot of different apps and um, data points you can use. What they use for this particular article is the app known as Capital Trade. So it's fully transparent. Uh, You can track what Congress and members are investing in, what they're doing, and their finances. So I think for me, it's really crazy that they have this. But if you look at um, kind of the members, you know, Dan Crenshaw is put at number five. And what's really interesting about him is he bought about 60,000 shares worth of Meta back in October. And he sits on the committee for communication and technology that was actually monitoring um, the TikTok ban. And he has this whole spiel about how is there Chinese, um, is there Chinese, party members invested in TikTok, which is kind of crazy because he, in fact, is invested in Meta and Meta has been going up. So you can really see that there's these different 
like aspects of this happening within trade. Now, the reason why we talk about this is because, you know, the money that is made from a lot of these people within Congress is is absolutely insane because what we have to really understand is that a lot of these members in Congress understand what's going to happen. They understand that there's going to be certain committee hearings and potentially things banned, and this could impact stock. But there's also something that has a more day-to-day impact on stock, um, and I don't want to necessarily, it's a correlation, but they call it the Congress effect. So stock returns at a volume in, at a volume higher when Congress is in session. It can be quite large. More than 90% of capital gains over the life of a DIJ has come one day when Congress is out of session. So if we want to look at the impacts of Congress and stock, they have a tight relationship. So much so that even when Congress is in session, it impacts the stock prices. So what does it mean? If you're investing and you're in Congress and you understand certain stock prices, gains and lows, you're going to be purchasing based on that information. Now, is that insider information? I'm, that's about as close as it gets, in my opinion, because insider information is operating and using things that weren't really relevant to the public. Okay. Now, what's so interesting is there is a lot of members in Congress who do it, like I said, around 97. So you have 97 members doing it across the board. A lot of them purchasing Meta, who actually sit on the TikTok board as it relates to the TikTok band. And they are getting to a point where they're making a lot of money. For example, Mike McCall. He sits on this. He's a Republican, and he has made probably the most money. I think he's made close to... He sold close to $35 million worth of stock. How, you know, looking at him, looking at his record, it doesn't look like he comes from money, but he has been able to acquire $30 million in stock. And he follows um, the Democrat, Ron Rahul Kahan from California. And he also has purchased multiple stocks in Meta and sits on the committee to ban or have legislation um, over TikTok. So we have these situations where there's a lot of senators playing what I think is inside baseball. So it really goes to wonder, like, what does it take to get a congressperson put in jail? And I'm like, you know, insider trading, you know, I mean, it really is one thing. But w- what do you have to do to get put in jail as a congress member? And I looked at the an article from the Washington Post, and they have a number of congress members dating back to 1988. Quick trivia question which democratic party has been thrown in jail more if you guessed democrat you are right the democrats from this article have been arrested or or indicted or having some type of legal issues as a result about 15 11 and the others 11 republicans and whenever we look at what it what situations is happening you know we get um, different, different, different reasons, but the majority of it is embezzling, taking bribes, taking money, you know, five counts of embezzlement. This is for the group. This is back in, you know, 93, there was five Campbell counts of embezzlement for Joseph call it. Um, you know, and he was sentenced to six months. Then we have 10 counts of extradition, filing tax returns, According to a bribe, this is for the Republican Walter Tucker. It would have been a few years back. He was sentenced to 27 months. I mean, maybe 20 years back. 
you know, and then if we go, and that, I mean, that was in 94, my apologies. And then if we go to um, understanding kind of a little bit more about modern times, um, which this article was posted back in July of 2015, so it's a little bit outdated, but it still needs to say, so maybe maybe there could be more Republicans or Democrats. I might have to double check that. Um, but if we go to the most recent one in 2015, what we find is that there was 29 counts of racketeering hundreds of thousands of dollars. So the point I'm just trying to make, no matter what the date is, is the majority of Congress members get thrown away, put in jail as it relates to money. So we can see that there is a high level of influence as it relates to money. And corruption isn't anything new within these cases. And I do think investing in the stock market is a way to mitigate certain issues where I think there is a conflict of interest, but you have you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have you have seven Congress people in the year of twenty-two making millions and millions of dollars. You know, buying stock nonstop, and you know the next person under him has it was traded and sold nineteen million dollars worth of stock. Then you have Greenmark who sold twenty-six million, and then you have Bell Susan, a Democrat, who sold twenty-one million. So it goes Republican, Republican, Democrat, Democrat. Who cares? All of them can go to Congress. They understand what committees are happening and they're using that influence to manipulate their ability to make money. Now, I think the real question as the American people is, is this a conflict of interest? Is this something that is illegal? You know, and it's like, you know, why should why shouldn't they be able to do that? And according to this article, which is from the University of Minnesota Law, by Richard W. Painter, the title of it is Why Congress Members Should Not Trade Stock, all right? And obviously, you know, it doesn't take a genius to understand that, first of all, it's a conflict of interest, and he's saying it. With officials' duty, it's a crime potential, a felon for a federal officer who is elected, all right, to to participate in any government matter that directly predicts effects of financial interest of officer or spouse. So that's why a lot of people did go to prison for bribery, bezelment, things like that. And now a lot of people can just invest in the stock market. And it feels like, you know, with the information they have, that is a conflict of interest. Okay. And in 2012, Congress passed the Stop Trading on Congress Act, which confirmed that the insider trading law was appealed to members of Congress and their spouse using nonprofit. Okay. But Ten years since the Stock Act, nobody in Congress has been prosecuted for insider trading based on Congress information. So there's literally a Congress Act put in place, and nobody has been par- prosecuted on it yet. Which does like, which does like, which is one of these things that it's like everybody understands what's going on here. Hey, we got the Congress, we're House members, you know, and the members, ninety-seven members who are doing trading on the floor with committee hearings like Dan Crenshaw as it relates to media and TikTok isn't getting tried for insider information, you know, and it's like, and it's been passed for 10 years and this type of stuff isn't happening. Why? Well, we all know why. I mean, when, when people are asked to police themselves, you know, what do they get away with? Who's going to, who's going to hold Congress and who's going to hold Senate um, accountable for this? You'd have to con- commit a committee just to focus on this type of thing. Okay. So one problem is the speech and the debate cause of Congress, which specifies that for any speech or debate 
the entire house. They shall not question it or any other place. The reach of this prohibits it not entirely clear, but the implications of implication. Uh, I just, you know, I'm reading for you guys. I'm recording. Just bear with this dyslexic federal investor asking members what they said to each other about pending legislation investigation. So there's a clause put in place called the speech and debate clause. Okay. Then you have personal efforts to reform in 2022. Daniel N.R., the independent university professor, one of the nation's foremost experts in insider training, has wrote a letter to Congress that both parties in the House and Senate, why they should put a ban on stock trading while in office. Okay. So Here's the reason why probably a lot of people don't want to do this because they can make a lot of money. But what you have to understand, too, is insider stock. I mean, if if you're a common person, right, and you think about insider trading as just a normal thing, you have $300 and you know that your buddy works for a company and he says, hey, they're going to go public on Monday. Um, and you have some information that no one else has and you go on the Robin Hood app and you purchase it based on those situations, that could be tried as insider trading. So imagine you sit on a committee, the government's strongest committee, and you have knowledge of potential things that could impact a company, going back to TikTok and Meta as a, as a form of examples. It's just like, to me, it's like that that screams insider trading based on the fact that you as an individual has information that the rest of the public doesn't have. You know, if we look at an example, a CEO public, publicly trades firm discloses their company's quarterly earnings while getting a hair, haircut. If you disclose your quarterly earnings while getting a haircut, that is a part of insider trading, okay? Just disclosing it. You know, in like a lot of these, these situations, these Congress member meetings are actually closed. So maybe you're, you know, and obviously within these committee meetings, you're getting more information than just quarterly earnings. So what are the three types of insider trading? The company who secures his trade, the insider who posts private information about the company, disclosing private information, the investor who are interested in companies' securities or securities. So the investor who knows and understands what is going to be invested in. So Take that with you will, but it's like, you know, the fact that Congress is able to do this and it's both sides of the coin, I think is really, really a crazy point about our current market. And and we go back to Thomas, the justice, it's like there is so much corruption sometimes we can't even see it so much so that there's an act put in place that hasn't been tried on it. But I've given you a lot of examples of how these members of Congress are investing in committees that they're on and there's still nothing being said so this might get a part two because there's a lot more information but let me know follow me Insta at instagram at the master of none i appreciate all the support i really do thank you so much and we'll get back to you tomorrow